There are understandably a lot of very worried business owners out there right now. So in this episode, I'm sharing with you my thoughts on how to manage your marketing, mindset and motivation during a time of global crisis. I don't have all of the answers, far from it in fact, but I have run a business during the GFC, so I'm very familiar with being a solopreneur during a terribly tough term, and I also have a powerful community to draw on to help us small business owners continue to operate as successfully as possible. So if you're feeling unsettled right now, or unsure about what to do to keep your business moving forward, or would simply like a boost in motivation and focus, this episode is for you. Hi, I'm Faye Hollands and I've been helping time-struck women in business improve their productivity and profit for well over a decade now. And in this podcast, I want to share with you the highs and lows of growing a successful business so that you can avoid the pitfalls, fast-track your progress and build a business that booms faster. This is the Busy Business Women podcast. Hey ladies, Faye here from busybusinesswomen.biz and Welcome to this very impromptu get-together, which I wish we weren't having to have, of course. So today we're talking about coping with coronavirus and small business, and in particular, talking about marketing, mindset, and motivation, okay? So uh, first of all, let's just get very, very clear on this, right? I'm doing this because I have the opportunity to bring together people on an online platform Um, and connect and network and share and talk and collaborate. Um, But I am by no means the expert in this space because no one is, right? So no one has ever been through this before. There's parallels with the GFC, and I'll talk about that in a moment. But there is nobody that is going to be able to handhold you through what to do. But there's certainly some things that I can share with you that I hope will help you on a personal level or from a business point of view. So there are many of you on the live right now, and there'll be many of you listening to the replay. Particularly for those of you on the live right now, I really want to encourage you in the chat box to share any thoughts, ideas, suggestions that you have that can help because there's very little prep I can do for this. I'm just going to be talking about what I've done in the past and past experiences, good practice in business, talking about marketing and mindset from those, you know, the toolkit that I have. Uh, but there are things that you can add to this conversation to make it, make it richer and more helpful. And I really encourage you to do that. I very much come from a collaborative point of view. And I think, um, you know, where we have an opportunity to work collectively, we can help each other much more significantly. So seeing lots of names come up. Hi, Jenny, Kylie, um, to Kylie times two. Uh, there's so many of you on here right now that I know can really add to this conversation. So there's no ego here. I am not the go-to guru in this space. So uh, please jump into the Q&A and let me know, not Q&A, into the chat box if you've got anything you can add to what I'm saying as we're talking through things. And if you're watching the replay, just comment below and let me know if there's anything else you want to add. And I'll make sure that goes out to the broader community and everyone can benefit from it, okay? Reality is this isn't going away anytime soon, right? I wish I could come on here and give a more positive message. Uh, but, you know, I think really for me, I kicked into gear over the weekend and realised the seriousness of it all. And I don't watch the news at all. so. Um, 
I purposely, and I'm going to talk about that in a moment. So that's why the weekend kind of made a significant shift for me and really what I was noticing in, in, you know, online news platforms and social media. And so that's when, for me, I realised that, you know, significant changes need to happen. And some of you might be watching this going far out, that was a bit late, but I am all for not scaremongering. And, um, I just didn't need that level of negativity in my life. And I'm going to talk about mindset in a moment. There are people feeling extremely worried right now, very isolated, cut off. You know, I had a message from a client this morning to say that her sister was made redundant today. Her husband um, her husband has closed his business. Um, you know, big things are happening to people in their daily life right now. And, um, you know, I really wish they weren't. But what I want to do from a business point of view is help you and equip you as much as possible and share my expertise and some of the things that I think are really important to be thinking about in times like this because it can be a very, very slippery slope. And so on that note, let's talk about the GFC. And I'm going to talk about mindset first of all because I think if we're not really paying attention to our mindset, that's when things get very, very bad regardless of actually you know, the logistical things are actually happening, okay? So I've been in business nearly 13 years, which means that I was running my first business during the GFC. And it was still a relatively new business and still wasn't kind of strong on its feet. So it wasn't an easy time for me whatsoever. Now, I'm not going to go through the ins and outs of it because, frankly, I don't really remember it. Like, it, I'm not scarred from it. I don't, you know, I remember going through it. I remember it was a challenging time. But there's not much else I remember about it apart from one significant thing, genuinely only one significant thing, which is very, very relevant to the situation we find ourselves in today. And that is that I didn't buy in to the panic, the hysteria, the constant absorbing of negative media, the hype, the propaganda. And I also didn't buy into spending lots of time with people who were doing that, okay? And what I found in the early days is that people quite quite understandably were consumed with what was happening. And so lots of conversations, and I should set the scene actually, my first business is predominantly a career coaching business. I say predominantly because there were, you know, I was business coaching at the time too, and there were other, some other things in there, including kind of corporate training. But the majority of conversations that I had and the things that made my bread and butter money were career change coaching. So you can imagine during the GFC, nobody was changing career. Nobody was looking to change career at that point. They were trying to hang on and clamber to the job that they already had. So people weren't being proactive and thinking about, I want to change career in a year or two time or I want to change career in six months time. They were just being grateful for what they had in that moment. So I was having lots of conversations from a career coaching point of view about people that thought they'd be made redundant or in a very difficult situation and, and they would have been the, first, you know, the last in to probably the first out. So it was very easy for me to find that everybody I was talking to, clients and then friends and family in my network were very much focused on the negativity. And from a client point of view, there's only so much of that that I could reduce because those people needed to have those conversations with me. But from a networking point of view and family and friends, 
there came a time where I realised that I was just filling my head with the bad stuff every single day. And it is a really big downward spiral from there because, and I'm going to go into NLP land now, really just general mindset. So I'm an NLP practitioner, art and science of human behaviour. And, um, you know, that's a, a qualification that I have and something that I did a lot with in the early stages of my coaching businesses. And one of the things that we're acutely aware of is that your brain looks to prove you right. So if you are looking for evidence that your business is going to crash, that you are not going to make the money that you need to make, that times are going to be incredibly tough, that small businesses are all going to be shutting up shop and we're not going to survive this, that really you need to hanker down and do nothing in terms of business and just hope and pray it happens, your brain will look for evidence to prove you right. This is not Pollyanna skipping through the poppy fields and um, trying to be super, super positive. It's the reality. It's science. It's the art and science of human behaviour. It is proven. So if you start filling your life right now with all of the negative stuff, and I'm not talking about not being aware of what is going on. That's very different. You know, I need to be aware of what is going on so that I can keep myself, my family safe, so that I can give the best advice to my clients and my community. So I do need to be aware of what's going on, but I don't need to be consuming coronavirus on every single level from every single angle because otherwise what will happen is your brain will start to look for evidence that the belief systems that you're building are right and they might be very very wrong okay so I don't want to turn this into a massive lecture about mindset but I think mindset is absolutely critical right now so if you're expecting an enormous downturn and of course practically there is going to be one right we're already seeing billions of dollars knocked off the share market it's taken four years to get to where we were pre-corona and that just got knocked off in a day so there are massive significant changes but if you are expecting there to be terribly tough times in your business you will look for, for, for ways to prove yourself right so your mindset needs to be the first thing you look after and that comes from self-care, making sure that you're exercising, making sure that you're eating well, making sure that you're being productive. We'll talk about those later when it comes to motivation, but also looking at what you're consuming. So I probably have said enough on that already. I'd love your thoughts, those of you on the live. Do you agree? Do you think I'm Pollyanna skipping through the poppy fields? I want to know how you're feeling about what I've just said, because this is emotional, right? And I know that some people are going to find what I just said confronting because they're going to think, Faye, you're not being realistic. Faye, you're, you know, maybe you need to be um, more on the ball of what is happening. Trust me, I know what is happening, but I choose not to fill my day with negativity because it does have an enormous impact on the work that I do, the output that I have, where my focus goes, where my energy flows, right? Yeah, Marie said, totally agree. It's all mindset. It really, really is. Now, what we're not we're not saying there that this is all in the head, and if you just get a positive headspace, suddenly Corona is not going to exist. Of course not. But the way that you approach your business and your life right now has to come from a healthy mindset space. And I mentioned over the weekend on social media that I found myself, particularly on Saturday, and just before I popped up that I was going to do this event, that I felt like I was back in that bushfire. Um, mindset at the start of this year and you know for those of you in Australia well, nobody escaped, escaped knowing what was going on in Australia right 
Uh, my parents were very much in bushfire zone and very much at risk. And I became completely obsessed with refreshing the RFS app, with being on social media all of the time, scrolling on my phone whilst having the news on 24-7, it felt like. That's a bit dramatic, but uh, I was all consumed by it. And then one day I just realised that it wasn't, my mum and dad were quite chilled. They were not consumed by it. They were taking, you know, smart action and getting their information from the right places and then shutting down the rest. They didn't need to fill their brain with everything else that was going to make them panicked. And there was a distinct difference. My parents were 5K away from big, big fires and their little suburb was evacuated. And there's me, plenty of distance away, panicking more than they were. And this is a direct relationship to where we, are, where we are at now with coronavirus. So if you consume too much media and the hype and the drama of it, you are going to fall foul of that. And it's really important that you don't because your business will be in a, a negative state if you do. And so coming back full circle to the GFC, that's what I saw. I saw the people that were constantly consuming the negative stories, where all their conversations were about how bad the GFC is, how everybody's struggling, how awful it is that that's all that they had going on in their businesses and their lives and their careers at that time. And so what happened? Well, they the negative happened to them. Businesses folded. People got made redundant. Um, there was no proactivity from them in terms of their thinking or their actions. Of course, bad things happen to good people, but we've got to start from a really good headspace, right? So let me just see because I've got loads of awesome comments here. So. Um, Kate said, I think I may be in denial as my mindset is realistic. I think, no, I don't think there's denial about that. And you're, you know, you're in a space where you sell cruise holidays. Like I've thought about you every single day. This would be hitting you hard. But I think being realistic rather than dramatic is a big difference, right? Uh, Sophie said, I agree. Mindset is everything. Michelle, too right. Overwhelm and fear comes from, comes when you absorb yourself in the negative too much. Completely. Um, I found myself doing it last night, actually. I finished watching maths, escapism TV, and as it ended, a special nine o'clock news came on, and I don't watch the news, so I just said, suddenly found myself watching it, and very quickly, within 10 minutes, got wrapped up in it, and then went to bed, and my husband was already in bed, and said to him, oh, did you know this, Will? Did you know that? And just in that snap moment, recognised I got myself within 10 minutes of the news back into that bedhead space. So the news ain't going on in my house. I know where I'm going to go to get good quality information and that's where I'm going to stay. Nicole said, agreed, I'm already looking for the positive, such as time with family and time to create. Yeah. And Nicole, as an artist, again, I was thinking about you walking back from school this morning. Um, yes, time to create doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to be sitting there making money in those moments, but you're going to have more time to create the beautiful things that you do. And if you've got a good marketing plan, and you don't stop marketing, then you will be on the front foot when the time is right. Sonia said positivity and precaution. Yeah, two really good P words there. Do you know, it's easy to get stuck down the rabbit hole of the news cycle, especially when it's changing so often. Completely, that's a really good point. Now, I think we need to be mindful of that the news is changing very, very quickly. So have your places where you go to to get updated information. You know, there are government website links that you can just refresh, but you don't need to be watching Channel 9 News 24-7 to be on top of what's happening. 
Uh, Sonia said, super powerful com combo. Absolutely. Lee said, I'm starting to feel like I might have kept the blankets over my head for a bit too long. Didn't realise how bad the whole thing was around the world until yesterday because I didn't watch the news at all. Uh, yeah, but again, you've got to find that balance, right? Because um, you sound like you're maybe going to get sucked down that rabbit hole and I want to make sure that you're not and that doesn't become an excuse for you because actually, Lisa, for you in health and fitness, you know, this is a space where you can absolutely capitalise from a marketing point of view because when people are at home and can't go to the gym and they're in isolation and lockdown and they don't know how to eat well and they're not looking after themselves and domino effect, domino effect, domino effect, that's when you getting online and showing up and being in your guru space is most powerful. So actually, there is no excuse for you to stop right now. And I'm going to call a lot of people out on that. Uh, so, uh, you know, don't mean to be brutal, but it, it needs to be done. Helen said, definitely agree. If you think things are going to get go, go to hell in a handcart, I like that phrase. I've never heard that before. You won't be practical about keeping your business going, never mind flourishing. 100%. And said, have you been watching the news, only looking for updates on school closures, so I know what to do with my kids. The media overdoes it with drama, so I don't pay attention to it. I only use government health pages for info. High five to you. The good thing is, I don't know about your school, my school has uh, the eSchool News app, um, so you don't even need to go onto the media to get the updates. Uh, I, I don't know how quickly they're updating it, though, but... Uh, trust me, you'll you'll know from the school if you need to know something. Wendy said, I've been planning to develop an online product to augment my one-on-one -on -one business now. It's the opportunity to keep those plans into gear. Absolutely. I'll talk about it later. But if you're in a uh, service-based business and you're providing one-on-one -on -one time for money trade, then you know that that, that um, and I don't know that that's what you're, you're doing, Winnie, but I'm um, sorry, it wasn't Winnie, it's Wendy. But we all know that that's a flawed business strategy, right? So this is a great time for people that are selling their time for money to actually look at how they can scale their business and, and change the shape of it very differently. Okay, so it's really important that we come at this from a, uh, a growth headspace and mindset space rather than a fixed headspace, right? So we have the opportunity here where you can either be the reactive winger, which sounds so harsh as I wrote that, but it's true, versus the proactive worker. So you can sit at your desk, and particularly those of you that work from a desk and are online a lot, and you can get stuck into that emotional brain, right? So if you're catastrophizing, you're in that emotional brain where you're going to shut down the prefrontal cortex of your brain and that will stop your ability to think logically and creatively, which is actually what you need in business right now. We need to be in a growth mindset so that we can think creatively and logically and look at how we can pivot in business and do things differently if need be rather than get stuck into that fixed growth mindset where we are in the drama and the catastrophizing and the kind of being a reactive whinger. And I, I say some of that with a tongue-in-cheek, like I'm not suggesting that anyone's a reactive whinger, but we need to be in a growth mindset. Those are the people that are going to survive and can also not just be in survival mode but actually thrive as well. There are businesses that can still do really, really well despite a global crisis, okay? Ryan Bowles said yesterday, um, and if you're not familiar with Ryan, is the only guy allowed in our Busy Business Women Facebook group. Uh, he teaches how to grow amazing Facebook group communities. And, uh, you know, what a time to be 
to be growing communities. And he said, "What he, he posed the question in his group, what lens are you looking through right now? And I think this is a really nice metaphor. You know, think about what lens are you actually looking through? We go where our focus flows. So what are you focusing on right now? If you're focusing on that times are tough, your business is going to close and life is shit, then you are going to get that back in space. So we have to be able to focus on the right lens and think about where you're looking. Now, this is really important in business that we're able to adapt, be flexible, and you'll be hearing that word pivot so much, you'll probably be sick of it. I I get the sense that the word pivot is going to be like authentic, but I'm still going to go with it because it's really, really important. You know, pivot, I think about netball, you know, ball comes at you one way and you've kind of got to change direction really quickly. We need to be able to do that in business. And some people are going to hate the fact that they've got to do that because they have got the blinkers on and want to do business the way they've always done it and continue down that path. And this is going to be a very confronting and challenging time for you if that is you. What I encourage you to do is get out of your comfort zone and you're probably already out of it if if your business is being hit, but you have to be adaptable to change and flexible with the way that you work now. Things change all the time. The reality is social media changes all of the time, right? We've learned to adapt to that. We've seen, and I'm not suggesting that adapting to social media changes is the same as adapting to coronavirus, right? But I want you to draw some parallels with how in life and in business we need to be able to adapt. And if we don't, that's when you see businesses fold in just normal time because times change. So with social media changes... You'll see people start whinging that Facebook just did an update or now they don't know where their group is or they can't find the links that they used to have and, you know, whinge, whinge, whinge. Or you can see the people capitalising on the changes that have happened and they're out there with their Instagram stories and they're being, you know, a fast uptaker of changes that people love and they look to them for that advice and, you know, they're somebody that's on the ball and on trend. So you need to be those people right now if you're not already and that comes from that pivoting and the growth mindset of being flexible and adapting in your business. Now, some of you in terms of adaptability are going to have to look at interim measures and confrontingly that may be looking at other sources of income, whether that is being employed by someone else or having another stream to your business. And I'm sure for many, many people right now, this is throwing up the question of, you know, or or the confronting realisation that they only have one stream of income in their business. I actually was listening to an awesome um, podcast on Sunday when I walked along the beach to get away from all of the media by James Wedmore. And this actually had nothing to do with coronavirus, but he was talking about his eight streams of income in his business. I was actually surprised that there were eight. And when he talked about them, you know, some of them were books on Amazon and having affiliate links, but some of them were his $9 million coaching business as well. So there were some things that were making him a few thousand bucks a, a year and some that were making him 7 million. Uh, but what it threw up and got me thinking of, and I do have different streams of income in my businesses, but how can I have even more? And I want you to be thinking about that too. Maybe you are constantly recommending things where you could have affiliate links to those so you earn some commission. Or maybe there's something else that you can be doing or offering in your business that you don't at the moment that will be a quick and easy adaptation to what you do that could actually bring some income in. 
Or maybe you need to look at a completely different source of income that might not be completely aligned with what you do at the moment. But the key thing here is that you've got to look at ways that you can adapt. And if you are sitting there thinking, uh, I'm going to have to be one of those people, maybe you're going to need a portfolio career where there's your business and some other things that you do, act fast. Think about those now. Don't wait until there is a week's income left in your bank account and you are panic-stricken. Don't listen to this and think, I've got time, because quite often the things that you're going to want to implement are going to take time to do. Now, that doesn't mean they need to be months. For some people, they will be, but for some, it might be that it's going to take you this week or next week to get those things into practice. You know, for, for most businesses, a lot of things don't happen like that. But also, the flip of it is that for many of you, and particularly in service-based businesses, those shifts can happen really, really quickly if you are nimble and if you can adapt to changes quickly. So get in the headspace of growth mindset and pivoting and then think about what can you do differently in your business to take the, make the best of, you know, a bad situation right now. Now, I am checking on the Q&A in the chat box. So if you have any specific questions, jump into the q and I'm just going to have a quick look at um, the comments. And Shed Pivot reminds me of Ross from Friends. Someone else said that. I think it was a podcast I was listening to the other day and someone else said that. I've never heard of it, but it really made me laugh when they were talking about it. I think I need to watch it and start doing some really bad impression, right? Lauren said, with both my kids and myself having health issues, that put us at risk. Yesterday was the day I reached my panic point. So I've stood back, taken a new perspective and put things into place to help me feel better about the situation. Time to focus on my business now. Lots of cancellations, yeah, as I would imagine, with cancelled events and festivals added to the mix, but need to bring the positive to this. I'm really pleased that you've been able to go from, you know, health issues, being at risk, panic point to actually where you're at right now. And that's a really quick shift, Lauren. So that is a great example to everyone listening to this of what we all need to be able to do. And, you know, on that, I just want to say, we're all going to have those down days, right? This is just like business as usual, if it was, wish it was. We all have those days where you just go, this is a really shit day. You know, kids are sick or I'm just not feeling it today. I'm in bad headspace or have an argument with my husband or, you know, X, Y, and Z, all these things happen. And we just have one of those negative nearly down days where we kind of need to cry and fester in it and watch Netflix and eat chocolate, right? And we're all going to have those days. But what's been going to be really important is that we're able to pick ourselves up from those days as quickly as possible because otherwise... You know, we are going to be in this for quite some time and nobody has, you know, what that timeline looks like, but we can't let those panicked days and those down boggy days continue day after day after day because the longer they go on, the harder it is to pull yourself out and what you'll then start to see is the downslide of your business and then that becomes a lot more difficult to resurrect. So don't let yourself get, and I'm speaking to everyone, by the way, this is not just Lauren, don't let yourself get in that negative downslide in your business because then you're going to make yourself your life a lot tougher to get it out of that, okay? Fiona said, Lauren, what industry are you in? I'll let you add that, Lauren, but Lauren runs an awesome business where she hires out caravans, beautiful caravans, and people can just go to an amazing campsite and they're already set up for them. Um, so it's travel and hence the cancellations, right? 
Fiona said there are there really are some positive scenarios to be capitalized, e.g., health, fitness, trainer, gold. We have we just have to search them out and think about it with a positive frame of mind. Absolutely could not agree more. The last thing I want to talk about in terms of mindset, and then we're going to get onto marketing, is I want you to be really, really fast to ask for help. Now, I talk about this with my clients all the time. Always say to them, be fast to ask for help, and then I can be fast to give you help, right? Don't just, for you know, for my clients, my all-stars, my busy business builders, my thrivers, they have a weekly call with me, and I always say at the end of the call, you don't have to wait until next week's call to ask for help. Jump into the group, send me a message, let me know what you need, don't wait. And I want that to be the case for all of you. Because I think all too often, and particularly in times like this, or, you know, when an individual business might be really struggling, aside from global crisis, people are too slow to ask for help. There's ego caught up in that often. There's the feeling of thinking that you should know how to get yourself out of a particular situation, or you don't want to seem silly, or will people judge you? Just frigging suspend all of that, right, that mindset shit, and be quick to ask for help. Because in this community alone, there's over 2,000 people in the Busy Business Women Facebook group. We're a no-promo group, which means people actually come into this group to get value, to ask for help, to interact, to collaborate. And I am going to be encouraging that more and more and more now. So if you need help, shout out in the group. And I can, more often than not, connect you with someone that can help you with that. Whether that is me and it often is somebody else, right, we will find you someone to help you. Uh, I'm seeing it beautifully in just the broader Facebook community, for example, where people are saying, like, I can go and do your shopping for you if you know someone that's elderly or if you know X, Y, and Z. You know, I want to see that in the business space too. So if you are struggling, if you're confused, if you don't know what to do next, you're having a down day, whatever, X, Y, and Z, jump into the Busy Business Women Facebook group and let us know and we will help you. Don't wait until it's too late because there are more often than not things that we can do to resurrect the space that people are in from a business and personal point of view. But it's very hard to do it when you get to that bitter end, right? So make sure that you ask for help and I will be there, I promise you, okay? All right, so let's get on to marketing. Now, there are so many different things I could talk about in terms of marketing. I'm going to do that in the group, you know, very, very consistently, as I do already, right? I talk about marketing every single day, so it's really no different. But I'm going to be sharing more resources and ideas and, you know, quick hacks and strategies and things that you can be doing. The key message that I want to get across to you right now, and I think that most of you already know this, but I am already seeing people fall foul of what they say they already know. So like Confucius says, if you, am I going to get this right? If you know, but you're not doing it, you don't know it well enough. I've been saying this to my kids lately. They respond to practically everything I say to them with, I know, I know. It's like you don't or you don't know it well enough because you're not doing it. And the same goes for business, right? So the key message here is don't stop marketing. Now, you would have probably heard me rant about this during the bushfires. And uh, I think Annette's on the call right now. Annette Densham. Annette, are you here? I'm pretty sure you are. Um, Annette ran an amazing masterclass for us on PR. She's also running 
a free training on raising your visibility from a PR point of view on Thursday. I'll post the link up into the Facebook group. But um, you know, she interviewed me for Koshi's Business Builders website and I was talking about how so many people felt so uncomfortable marketing their businesses during the bushfires. But in fact, that is the last thing you should be doing in terms of stopping your marketing. You absolutely need to continue your marketing. Do not stop. There is no reason to stop. Do not stop. I literally can't emphasize it enough, okay? Now is not the time to stop marketing. Far from it, in fact, you need to be doing the complete opposite. Do not admit defeat, hide away, tell yourself that nobody's buying, what's the point, and find all the excuses under the sun to stop marketing because you need to continue to build your brand awareness. Even if you are selling something that no one is buying right now, you should still be continuing to raise your brand awareness because once this is all over, if you stop, you are going to have the hardest time of your life resurrecting it. So that is the first reason to not stop. Secondly, the other reason to not stop is that people will still buy your things. Now, some people's businesses will be more blooming than others, right? So we've got so many different scenarios on the live and within this group, we can't possibly cover all of those off today and I'll endeavour to talk about particular industries over the coming weeks. But we need to be focused on trying to sell what we do and back to that word pivot, looking at ways that we can change and shape our business to sell something that people actually want. So you need to be front and centre of mind right now. The, the, one, the only thing that you need to be mindful of is being sensitive to what is going on, okay? So if you've scheduled all of your social media posts or your emails for the rest of the year or for the coming month, do me a favour, go through them and just check that what you're talking about isn't, uh, not, is, isn't lacking sensitivity to what is going on in the current climate, okay? I remember seeing Denise Duffield Thomas talk about this during the bushfires. She has all of her Facebook ads planned um, you know, way, way in advance, and one of her ads came up that used the fire emoji over and over again in the ad, and they hadn't reviewed the ads uh, before, you know, during the bushfire crisis. So that was seen as insensitive. Now, in great Denise spirit, she brought that up and, you know, was vulnerable about that and people understood but you've got time, like go and look through your social media posts, make sure that nothing that you're talking about is really insensitive to the current situation, but don't stop marketing. Um, you know, during the bushfires, people said that they felt like their instinctive reaction was to stop marketing and they felt that it was insensitive. It absolutely is not because in small business, if you stop marketing and if you stop trying to make money in your business and if more and more businesses start collapsing, we're going to have an even bigger economic and global crisis. So you need to play your part in this, not just for you and your family and your bank balance and your clients, but also for the broader economy and the, you know the country that you live in okay so there are absolute reasons why you do not have the excuse to put your marketing on the back burner and I'm also going to call people out that are going to find themselves in the position where they they use this as an excuse to not do what they're uncomfortable doing I know from conversations I have practically every single day that a lot of people a lot of business owners find marketing uncomfortable, it's out of their comfort zone, they don't know what they're doing, they're confused. You know, I have conversations every single day helping people to get that clarity and focus. If you use that discomfort 
uh, sorry, if you use this crisis as a reason to kind of pat yourself on the back with that discomfort and stay in your comfort zone and pretend that you don't need to market because it's insensitive, then you are purely using that as an excuse and I'm calling bullshit on that, okay? So there is a fine line, but I think you need to be very, very mindful that your business still needs to operate and marketing is a very important part of that and, in fact, should be front and centre of what you're doing every single day and I don't change my stance on that ever. Uh, Nicole, so I noticed with myself yesterday, I was scrolling past any posts which mentioned Corona and stopped on anything normal. I love that. That's such a good point. And I've noticed myself self doing it too. I've never scrolled so fast on my phone. There's some funny memes in there. You know, I'm still interacting with Corona posts, but I actually don't want to have my newsfeed full of coronavirus. I want to be reading stuff that is fueling my mind, is giving me food for thought that I'm learning from. So I love that you brought that up, Nicole. I think it's really, really important. And if you focus your marketing too much on corona, then you're going to find that people are going to scroll past it, scroll past it very, very quickly. You're going to have a whole problem with algorithms then to an engagement, okay? People want to trust people. People want them... People want to be inspired by people. People want to drag, sorry, people want you to drag them out of their doom and gloom. They want to be made to laugh. They want to be able to think and grow and learn. So think about what you're doing in your marketing to allow that to happen, okay? Because there's a lot of opportunity there and people are going to really appreciate you doing that. Now, from a marketing point of view, I really want you to go back to basics. If you're feeling a bit lost right now, Go back to basics. What are your key channels? Where are the places where your target market are hanging out? And go and make sure that you're hanging out in those places consistently. And that C word is really, really important, the consistency. If you are just retreating and suddenly, you know, you've gone from being on Instagram all of the time to now one post a week because you're in the doom and gloom, then you're going to be falling out of those news feeds very, very quickly. People aren't going to be looking for your page or your feed. They're not going to be looking for your Instagram stories. They're not going to be coming up at the top of their phone. And you're just going to drop off their radar completely. And it's hard to get back onto that. And you probably spent a lot of time and effort and potentially money on ads getting to that point, getting into that position. So go back to basics. Where are your target market hanging out? Show up consistently and what does consistently look like? You know, you be, should you be on Facebook once a day? Are you sending out emails once a week? Are you doing Instagram stories three times a day? What are you doing? And make sure that you're doing that consistently. There should be no changing that. Also, really think about building up your database. Uh, for those of you, and it's not just service-based businesses, any businesses, in fact, that have some kind of opt-in lead magnet, it might be a discount, a discount, um, a voucher, free postage, a checklist, um, a download, an ebook, a video course. Really think about how you're getting those things out to your target market. And if we think kind of, you know, maybe a bit ahead, if people are in lockdown and in isolation, they're going to get bored very, very quickly. So if you can create some great resources that people can tap into from their newsfeed and can have a read of your really useful information, then that is an awesome thing to be spending your time on right now, okay? So those of you that have watched my client money map training or looked at any of my free uh, webinars, you'll see that I talk about, you know, what channels should you be marketing on and being very, very clear and specific about those. 
then what are you using to engage someone? What's your opt-in, your lead magnet, your freebie, your ethical bribe? Then what are you doing once people have got that? What's going to be your conversion call? So you're going to have a call with them. Are they going to come on a webinar? Are they going to, as I say, come to an event? But that brings us up to another point of if you're used to running physical events, how can you run that virtually? You know, for many, many businesses, they can do what they're used to doing in person online, okay? Significant proportion of them can. Uh, so how can you, what would then be your conversion course and what's your follow-up? So I want you to go back to basics. If you've watched my training on this, you'll know there are four steps and you should be focusing on those four steps without distraction, okay? I'm just going to touch on events there uh, because I know many people run events and this is hitting the events industry very, very hard. Um, I don't have any mass solutions for it other than get online, but one thing I want to share with you is a good friend and mentor of mine, Taki Moore, um, has quarterly events that you may have seen me go to over previous years and he typically has around 200 people in a room and they are a big part of his 12-month business coaching program. It's coaching for business coaches. And he's run his entire Black Belt event online this year. Um, this, I think it was the end of last week, or actually it's these few days this week. There is amazing technology that you can do that with now. You know, we're on Zoom. I have live webinar where you can have breakout rooms. But what it, this comes down to, again, is changing and pivoting and being adaptable. So instead of him going, guys, it's not safe for me to get you all in a room, we're just going to suspend or um, we'll re, re uh, what's the word, reschedule, that's what I'm looking for, we'll reschedule the event when it's a safe time. Instead, he's gone, you know what, we need to do this more than ever and it's going to happen and we're going to be adaptable in the way that we do it. We're going to do it. Now, of course, that's going to cause a level of friction in his business and for anyone else doing it because it's unusual. It's different. It's not the way he's used to doing it. So, therefore, the logistical side of it is going to be much more challenging. Now, he's run those events for many, many years with a brilliant formula that works fantastically. So, it wouldn't be his choice to change it. But it's a really smart move because suddenly he's not having to put memberships on hold. He's not having to suspend giving that awesome advice to the people that really need it right now. So look for the ways that you can do that in your community. And I've been thinking about kind of the arts industry and travel, and there's so many ways that you can get online and use a platform like we're on now, Zoom, to still get in contact and be valuable to the people that you want to be selling to, okay? So think outside of your box. Um, what can you do to meet a need that your target market has right now? And their need has possibly shifted. So it's still within your guru space, but the way that they need it delivered has shifted. So how can you step up and actually meet that need rather than going fixed mindset, this is what I do, this is how I do it, I can't do it like this right now, so I'm just going to sit this out. Boom. You're going to have big problems with your business. You need to think about, all right, well, this is what we normally do. What can we do differently? How can we change the shape of what my business looks like right now, even if it's just temporarily, so that I can still meet the needs of the people that I want to work with, okay? All right, so uh, I'm just checking some notes here because I had loads of ideas and we'll make sure that we're getting those all out. You know, things like, um, obviously, we've got Zoom, live webinar, Facebook Messenger, uh, great webinar platforms with breakout rooms. I also want you to think about, so someone posted a, a post up earlier today, it may have 
Bin and Net about getting on the phone. Actually, it's Jay Crisp Crow. And she talked about how she hates getting on the phone and who even gets on the phone these days. And yet, in the last few days, she's been speaking to her biz bestie about three times a day. I love that. Think about, you know, it's a long time. Actually, I get on the phone quite regularly with clients, but different structure. You know, I can definitely be getting on on the phone with clients significantly more now. I actually use Facebook Messenger video a lot. I love that. Instead of picking up the phone, I want to see someone just jump on Facebook Messenger for a couple of minutes, have a quick conversation. How can you check in on your clients, making sure that you're all right, being seen, adding that personal touch instead of it being another email about COVID-19, right? So think about the way that you're doing things and get excited about doing things differently. There's a lot of positives in this, right? This is going to um, sort the wheat from the chaff and show us who can be adaptable to doing business differently. And that is an enormous strength and something that I think people really, really need to get used to and practice. And even when all of this is over, that is something that I recommend you get comfortable with getting uncomfortable, right? I also want you to think from a marketing point of view is building your authority. Show up just like I am right now. Like I've got loads to do. It'd be much easier for me to not be running this free chat. But firstly, I love doing it and I love connecting with you. But this is helping to build my authority. It's helping for me to add value to your business and your life and for me to be seen in your news feeds and, you know, in that marketing world. So you and your business need to be showing up too. So think about how you can add value to what your market need right now. Maybe it's writing blogs, maybe it's sharing useful information, links that you're coming across. I'm seeing some great bookkeepers at the moment um, sharing some really valuable information in terms of um, grants and, you know, money from the government and X, Y, and Z, all the different things that you can do, which is not stuff that I... I share in this group or I focus on. So they're coming up in my news feeds regularly. They're front and mind, front and center in my mind. Record videos, do Facebook lives, write those freebies that you've been meaning to write. Um, who Tina Horrell, who is an amazing nutritionist and naturopath in my Shine group, wrote a really, really good ebook about keeping yourselves healthy during the coronavirus. And when I initially saw it, I thought, oh, you know, what's it going to say? And actually, it was this massive ebook that I found myself reading the whole thing. It surprised me because I'm not a big fan of big free, free downloads because I simply just don't create the time to read them. But it was really, really useful. It's positioned her really well. So think about how you can do that. Now, something I want to share with you uh, that Brene Brown said the other day, and this is really in the space of thinking collectively, okay? So bear with me, it's not too long, it's pretty quick. Um, she said, and some of you may have seen this, she said, surviving this crisis will take a shift in mindset, and that's tougher than we think, especially when we're afraid. Fear and anxiety can drive us to become very self-focused. This global pandemic is a real case of getting sick together or staying well together. Our choices affect everyone around us. There is no such thing as individual risk or individual wellness. This is the ultimate reminder that we are inextricably linked, sorry, inextricably connected to each other. Turning away from collective action right now, as tempting as it is, will only generate more pain. Owning and embracing our global interconnectedness 
from a safe distance and thinking about others as we make choices is ironically our only path to safety for ourselves and the people we love. And I, while she's talking from a health point of view, I believe this directly translates to business too, because if we as business owners take a really conscious vested interest in our mindset and our mental health and stay proactively positive together, we will help limit that individual mindset where people are just looking out for themselves, okay? So from a marketing point of view, I want you to think about your business network. What could you, sorry, who could you help? What introductions can you make? What collaborations can you form? Because all of these things can be done online, right? You don't suddenly need to be going having coffees with everyone and causing more problems. But how can you create that interconnectedness? And how can we work together as business owners to make this as smooth sailing as it can possibly be? So really, you know, it comes from a mindset point of view and also marketing. So who can you collaborate with? You're going to see me sharing links of different events that people are holding that are going to help business owners. So Annette, as I've just talked about today, Annette Densham is running a a free um, session on Thursday. I'll be sharing that in the group. It will benefit all of you about raising your PR and your visibility. She's doing that to support small business owners during a global crisis. So I'm going to be collaborating with as many people as possible to bring you those resources. I want you to think of it from your business point of view too. How can you Think about being inextricably linked and working together instead of bunkering down and going into that very individual mindset, okay? Now, we're nearly out of time, and I really appreciate so many of you being here. So I'm just going to look at the chat. Um, Winnie said, success doesn't come from what you do occasionally. It comes from what you do consistently. Yeah, and that absolutely applies. There is no reason why that consistency should drop just because we're going through a global crisis that in fact that consistency should be front and center of mind more than ever uh helen said we uh, so helen thank you for waiting so patiently she said we have a counseling business how do we promote the business without sounding like we're taking advantage of people in crisis uh a great question and i do think we need to be mindful of you know i'm seeing posts of people saying that um you know people are leveraging or capitalizing on this crisis you know what helen people need you more than ever right now and it is your space and time to step up just like it is mine now if i take that mindset that people are going to think i'm capitalizing on the coronavirus then i'm not going to be bringing what i can do to add value to your businesses right now and that is a massive disservice to my community so if people think i'm capitalizing on the coronavirus or bushfires or any other crisis that's ever happened gfc for example then I'd say that they're not my people and they can leave this group and they can just unsubscribe and just go somewhere else. That's fine because I know that that will be a tiny, tiny minority and I'm so okay with that and I want you to feel the same because what you have right now can add real value to people in times of need but they need to know that you're out there and they need to know what you can do for them. Now, I do think though that it is important for us you know, for Helen and me and other people in service-based businesses where we can help people during this crisis to make sure that we're coming at our marketing from an adding value point of view. You will see, as I've always done, that I add a shit ton of free, really valuable advice because I fully believe that when I do that, 
you know, it will reap rewards over the long term. People will decide that they want to work with me because I added real value to their business and their life. So when you're marketing your business, when you're posting on social media or sending emails out, don't make it all about, hey, are you having a tough time? Do you want a counseling session? Just like I won't go, are you struggling to get clients? Book a session with me or come and buy my course. I will be sharing valuable information and giving enough information for people to, you know, get something from those posts that will also sow a seed to make them think, well, I actually need a little bit more from Helen on this. Or I'd really like to have that counselling session with Helen and therefore that you then make it easy for them to book with you, okay? So for everybody that might be thinking about that, and it's a great question, for everyone who's worried that they're going to be seen as capitalising on a, on a um, crisis, just let's just stop it. As long as you are adding value to your audience, then you need to let them know what you can do to help them. And you're doing them a disservice by not doing that. Okay. Um, Janelle, I love that you just put a big post up because you just have so much to add in this space too. She said, as a marketer, I 200% agree with everything you said today. During the GFC, the companies that recovered quicker were the ones that continued to, um, sorry, just jump. Let me just make sure. Work. Um, uh, sorry. Uh, companies that recovered quicker were the ones that continued to market. They didn't stop their marketing or decrease their budgets. They just challenged us agencies to find smarter ways to spend that money. Yeah, exactly. So my advice, make sure you're able to track your marketing spend and what it's doing for you. It's so easy to do with digital channels. So make sure you're tracking, looking at your website stats, analyzing the data, or if you have an agency doing marketing for you, that they're spend, sending your regular reports on this. Know where your money is going and how it's performing and adjust accordingly brilliant advice I love it Janelle you've been through this before you know and in, as an agency I know that this is a very challenging time for you too I bloody well love the fact that you brought up one of my most favorite things which is test and measure you need to all be looking at your analytics you need to be looking at what is working what is not and from the perspective that Janelle's talking about in terms of ad spend and marketing making sure that the money that you're spending is being put to use really, really well. So get those reports from your agency or make sure that you're looking at the back end of your analytics for your ads and make sure they're performing, okay? You don't need to suddenly stop spending. You don't need to suddenly not be visible, need to stop that, you know, don't stop that amazing Facebook ad campaign that you had going or suddenly withdraw from working from your agency, but get the numbers to back up and see the results, okay? I love that you've put that there. Janelle, thank you so much. Helen said, thanks so, so much, Faye. That's really helpful. You're very, very welcome. So what else did I want to say? Last couple of things. Motivation. This is really important. It's short and sweet because I think you already know it, but and I kind of alluded to some of this already before. But I want you to make sure that you are spending time with positive people. Now, we talked about not becoming so absorbed with the media that you're in a negative doom and gloom cycle. But this also relates to the people that you, you, you spend your time with. I know during the bushfires, my husband became very obsessed with the fires and refreshing apps before I did. And then I followed suit and I was doing exactly the same as him. And in the end, I said to him, that's it. I do not want to talk about the bushfires with you anymore. It has to stop. And so he did his continue with some of his scrolling, but I cut that out. So that might sound heartless, right? You've got a loved one that wants to talk about things. But we had got to a point where we didn't need to talk about it anymore. We knew what was going on and we knew what was going on with my parents. 
and I didn't want to be consumed by his newsfeed anymore when I cut out my newsfeed. So if you're finding that with people that you can't cut out of your life or don't want to, have the conversation with them and say, I'm really managing my mindset right now. This is not going to serve me well if I'm constantly talking about this. I need to have some distance. And the people that, you know, if you're seeing them in your news feeds or you're somehow connected with them online and you're not loving what they're posting, then just unfollow, unsubscribe, do whatever you need to do to cut that out. On the flip side of that, don't isolate yourself. I know Jenny DeLacy, my awesome client, Jenny, I think is still on here, and um, was saying, you know, she doesn't work well on her own from home. Um, she doesn't work well in isolation. So she's jumped on the bandwagon really quickly, set up some online co-working, and that's how she's going to combat that isolation this week. And I love it. We do the same in Shyamweb Productivity Powwow, so we jump on a Zoom call, and we just work together, and it makes magic when it comes to productivity. But in this context now, it also is really good for a mindset point of view so I want you to think about picking up the phone talking to people getting on zoom getting on Facebook messenger video however you want to do it that's ideally not in person and actually stay connected because it is really going to manage your motivation when you see that other people around you are doing good things in their business they are continuing to market they're doing things that are inspiring and, and helping you grow. I want you to be surrounded by people like that and not the negative Nellies because that is the negative Nellies are not going to serve you well in your business or your life right now, okay? Uh, the other thing is, and finally I'm going to finish with, is it is really important, actually there's two things, really, really important for you to stay productive. Now, you know that I love all things productivity, but this is becomes really important from a mindset point of view. If you suddenly go down that path of doing very little because you're kind of consumed by the crisis, you're going to see the domino effect of not doing very much and not getting that sense of satisfaction that you've made progress in your business. You're not seeing any wins. You're not seeing engagement in your marketing, for example. And the knock-on effect can be that you actually start to do less and less and less. That lack of satisfaction isn't always painful enough to motivate you to suddenly kick yourself into gear. So before you know it, you've lost a week of doom and gloom. And if that continues and if the news gets worse and if we go into lockdown, I think it's more not if but when, if you're already in that bad place, you're just going to continue to follow suit, right? So it is really important for you to think about what would you normally be doing in your business to stay productive and continue to do that. Quit the excuses and bullshit reasons for dis with distractions and actually do the tough stuff in your business, the things that you've been procrastinating over and the things that make you productive so that that fuels your mindset and your motivation, all right? And the very last thing I wanted to add to this is if you are in a down, down time, if it is quiet in your business right now, use this time to capitalize on, like Nicole said earlier, actually getting creative and coming up with some new ideas and things that you can do. So if you're an artist creating more beautiful art, if you're a coach or a service provider, maybe you're going to finally create that new program that you've been talking about or that webinar or video, but also use it as a time to learn and grow. I know I will be getting into Shine later on this week and talking to my Shine clients about What's your action plan in terms of what masterclasses are you looking at? Because if you've got time right now on your hands, let's really look at that just-in-time learning and what can you learn right now that is going to make this situation easier for you, okay? So stay productive and capitalise on the time that you've got. 
those are of course from the productivity ninja things that I wanted to end with uh, but I think we've covered a lot of the ground in this session today and I hope it's been valuable to you so I didn't I didn't even know that I was going to be able to fill an hour so thank you to so many of you for still being here uh, Christy Duffy lovely to see your name pop up she said spending time with positive people yep you are our positive psych um, that's why I made the time to be on this today. Thank you so much. I'm living and breathing the C word. So Christy runs a HR-related business, and um, I know she's absolutely in the depths of the C word right now. And she said, you know, we need to disconnect in order to reconnect. Could not agree more. And I would love to get some um, some awesome stuff from your world, Christy, to share in this group because you're definitely living and breathing this, but you come at it from such a positive site point of view, which is massively valuable. Yeah, Nicole said, perfect time for upskilling. It absolutely is. Michelle said, love it, Faye. Just the motivation and reminders that I needed. You are so welcome. Really lovely to have you here. Nicole said, thank you, Faye. I feel like I have so much exciting work to do now. Woohoo! That sparks joy in my world. Seriously, like I love the positivity that's coming back, ladies. Thank you. Sonia said, thank you, Faye, for being so generous and bringing us all together to instill hope. You are so welcome. I've like genuinely I've spoken at a million miles an hour today uh I hope I've given no one a headache but it's been a real pleasure to actually spend this time with you and be able to share with you so absolutely my pleasure Lynn said thank you so much for this webinar very positive you're so welcome Lynn and I totally agree I have a lot of new things launching this year this has thrown a spanner in the works in terms of timelines but I'm seeing this as a positive because it gives me the time to tweak things perfectly yep hubby is now in lockdown from work for a month so he'll be able to look after the kids when they are home so I can smash a lot of work out that's a massive positive I've got to say I am so fearful of the kids going in lockdown because uh, and yeah I don't think my husband will be at home but um I'm start and one thing I actually wanted to add to this while we're talking about kids is that I am already working out how this business is going to function with two kids at home and one who has more demanding needs than another. So, um, you know, yes, there's iPads, but there's only so much time they can spend on iPads, right? Even they will get bored of those in the end. So if you haven't started planning out your kind of your strategy or managing those things, ladies, do it now, even if it hasn't happened to you yet, because it's going to happen. I really do think it's going to happen. Sophie said, thank you, Faye, just the reassurance I needed, need to keep moving forward as planned. Absolutely. You're so welcome, Sophie. And said, massive positive, I'm fearful to have kids in lockdown. Yeah, I know. Like it's The great thing is on social media, I'm seeing some really, really good ideas and I'm seeing some real positives. Uh, there are. This is going to force so many of us, me included, to actually think about the quality time we spend, what we do with it, because we're not going to be wanting to be on iPads and TVs and computers all the time. Um, it is going to, I believe, create actually more connectedness in many ways. And I bloody well love the video I saw of the Italians on their balconies yesterday, exercise, and they were all doing star jumps on their balconies. And there's also the other one where they're playing music. Like there are actually some real positives coming out already. And I think we've just, we've really got to stay focused on those. So thank you for your awesome energy, energy, ladies. I really appreciate you being here. I love your positivity. Um, I think that we, this is a great example of how we are thriving off of each other right now. And um, I really appreciate that. So continue to hang out in the group. Um, let me know what you need. Remember what I said, ask for help, spread the positivity and let us know what you need in your business is going to better support you. 
and we're in this together. So remember what Brene Brown said, we're inextricably linked. So at a time where it feels like we need to be actually very separate, um, aside from group, you know, we don't want to get together in person, but we actually need to connect more than ever. Fiona said, thanks, Faye, I needed this morale boost, so you are welcome. Lauren said, thank you, love everything you give. P.S. One child, thank you. P.S. One child home from, home from today, second will home from Thursday. Wish me luck. I absolutely am. And let's share how we're managing that, right, in all seriousness. Um, you know, I think people are going to be coming up with some great ideas. Julie Church, I'm looking at you because you are the woman who knows exactly how to entertain kids at home. I would love some ideas from you. Christy said, may the force be with all of you. Absolutely. All right, I'm going to love you and leave you. I'm glad this has been so positive. It's been a morale boost. So I really appreciate you being here. Uh, and I'm looking forward to seeing you inside the group, ladies. So have a cracking rest of your day. I hope it's a productive one. I hope it's a positive one. I'm looking forward to seeing your marketing and engaging with your posts. And I will see you again very, very soon. Okay, take care. I'll catch you later. Bye.